0: Good evening. evening. Um, first, I wanted to thank Anthony for uh, giving us, us three the opportunity to talk to you tonight a little bit about the Switzerland mission trip, um, even though he came to us uh, Friday night of church camp two days ago. So, uh, I apologize for if it's not all put together, but... Um, The first thing I wanted to do is I wanted to thank the congregation for allowing us to go to Switzerland, not only monetarily, but through prayer and encouragement. It means a lot to us to be able to go and see the growth that we have over there. Um, The first thing, well, the second thing I wanted to talk about is the impact that we have on the church there. One of the things that was a major um, accomplishment when we were there was um, the church in, the Church of Christ in Bern, which is a few hours away from the Church of Christ in Tune. Um, they had never spoken to each other, and it's not for any particular reason. They just thought that they should be, like, their own like separate islands, that they need to stay true to who they are in their own congregation. So they never really had any fellowship or anything. So Saturday, which was technically the second day that we got there, um, we reached out to them and we had a um, fellowship breakfast with them and we sang and um, studied with them a little bit. And that was really the first time that we introduced them to each other. So that was really good um, for both of them to connect with each other and create new relationships and by the end of the trip they had already decided to meet up again and to continue their relationship together um if you guys would turn to psalm 133 with me Psalm 133. In the first verse, we find how important it is to be together not alone like they thought, like they're on separate islands, but to uh, meet up with each other and just to build relationships with other Christian brothers and sisters. In, first, in verse 1, it reads, Behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. So basically, what that is saying is that you... It's good for you to um, not only just know that you have other Christians and brothers and sisters, but to connect with them and build friendships and relationships with them and to just hang out with each other and stuff like that. So that was a, um, a huge impact that we had on them because that was their first time ever meeting. So it was it was really um, eye-opening to see that, because here we have so many congregations that we know people from and that we hang out from, so it was kind of cool to know that we opened a door for them through the other church that was there. Um, and the third third thing I want to talk to you about tonight is um, the impact, a little bit of the impact the trip had on me. Um, My host family was Peter and Cornelia. Um, Trevor, Gabe, and I all stayed there with Matt. And they are probably the most loving and caring people you will probably ever meet. They took us in, they took four of us in, and they did everything you could possibly ask for. They did our laundry, they cooked for us basically every night and every morning, They had breakfast sitting out on the table with us, for us. Um, Cornelia would always tell us that breakfast was at 7.30. And we'd all walk down there and be there by 7.25. And they were sitting at the breakfast table waiting for us. So you always had to be on time. But it was just really nice to know that um, even though they didn't know us very well, they just welcomed us into their home and really, like, got to know us, not only on a spiritual level, but a personal level. So, that was really cool, and um, that really impacted me, because it really showed me how to be a good host here, not only just to, like, if I'm hosting someone, but to know how to um, just talk to someone, get to know them, and that kind of thing. If you guys would turn to uh, Matthew 25, With me, Matthew twenty five. Starting in verse thirty one is the final judgment that we hear, and um, later on, all the way down to uh, verse thirty four through forty six it talks about how as a to be Christ like you take someone in you feed them you clothe them and that kind of thing and i felt like peter and cornelia exemplified that more than any person i've known that was how i saw them more Christ like than any person i've known was being such a good loving and caring and just opening their home to us and um There was nothing really more you could ask for out of them or out of any host family that I know. They were all just, they all took you in. They cared about you even though they didn't know you at first. They would come up and give you hugs. They would, I mean, they just took us in, and it was incredible. So, and um, we built relationships with a lot of people that we didn't know, and that was a really important thing that, I thought was, um, uh, it was very just um, important to the trip, I guess, and future future trips if that when we go back. And I know um, Gabe and Trevor will both touch on this more as an impact of people in the church and out of the church, but so that was that's pretty much a brief summary of how i thought our group impacted them and how they impacted me and trevor will be speaking next
1: good evening i'm sure you'll hear uh, at least once more after this but uh, we are very thankful that we were um, able to be sent on this trip, um, especially f- with the support of you all, uh, from funds to, uh, just prayers and support and encouragement, so we do want to thank you very much for that. Um, one way that, uh, or the way that we set this up tonight is that we would each choose, um, one way that we all were impacted, uh, by the church in tune and by this trip, and, uh, one way that we impacted the Swiss as well, and, um, it's really interesting because without having really talked about it, we all came up with something different and uh, something unique in uh, what we noticed about that. And uh, what I noticed about um, how we impacted the people in Tune is that as soon as we got there, um, and I hadn't known this at the time, but um, they were immediately very open with us um, about uh, cultural differences in particular. Um, a few of the big things that... Uh, are different about Switzerland compared to the United States is that uh, they're very much on time which if you know me and my family that's not something that's very easy for us. Um, But they're also very conservative about things uh, like food. Um, One example they gave to us that was uh, sort of an issue in the past was that um, on a hike uh, somebody had brought an apple with them and. They took a bite out of it and for whatever reason decided they didn't want it anymore. But they um, just threw it in the woods, which normally we wouldn't consider to be too big of an issue. It's biodegradable, it's fruit, so something will come along and eat it. But um, to them that was a huge shock because, um, you know, normally when you think of Switzerland you think, oh yeah, Switzerland, they they have money. They're they're a pretty wealthy country, but Many of the adults and the older people uh, grew up in hard times there. Um, many didn't have uh, the money that, the, that we would assume that they did have. So to see something go to waste like that was um, pretty shocking to them. Um, and they came forward to us, they came to us and uh, told us about these issues, these things that um, we were doing wrong, I guess, uh, in their eyes. But um things that we wouldn't think twice about but that is a big deal for them because um in the past they hadn't really had that opportunity uh just the environment of um their congregation and uh just the flow of things they called it the system uh just the way that things ran uh, in years before Um, they couldn't really be open with each other let alone us um, who were coming over from a different country so that was a big step forward for them and um, them being honest with us was a huge step in strengthening our relationship with them because we were able to see what we were doing wrong and fix that so that we can could connect better with them um, and another thing that they pointed out to us and this this was on uh, Monday so one of our first days there so uh, we got there and they kind of just told us straight up, like, hey, you gotta you gotta work on this. But um, uh, one of the things they pointed out to us was that we as Americans kind of have this attitude of, um, you know, we're Americans, we can kind of do what we want, but um, a huge thing that kind of changed that for us is it's more of a two-way street that we get just as much out of this as they do. Um, we're not there to show them how it's done. We're more there to um, help in any way we can, whether it's encouragement, whether it's praying with them or studying with them, um, or them studying with us and praying with us. Um, but a lot of the things we did were uh, physical labor, and um, not only that, but we went and did things that strengthened the community um, spiritually. We went to retirement homes and sang to them and connected with the people there not just the residents but uh there was one retirement home that we went to and um one of the workers there was a member of the church and was very appreciative that we could uh go there and uplift them like that um but by going and doing that and connecting uh, with them we were we were an opportunity for the church in tune to go And do that again without us um, and to continue to do that and do that for other places in the community and That's a huge thing for them because it allows them to grow, but it also uh, Develops the people around who aren't a part of the church. Uh, There was one man there. uh, His name was Stefan and uh, he wasn't actually uh, a Christian he was um, I don't remember exactly what he was. Uh, He was a Jew of some kind but um he showed up to everything he showed up to the cookouts and to uh the events at the church that weren't necessarily on church meeting days because um, he he just loved being around everybody and he loved um doing what it whatever it was we were doing that day um and there was a a woman um, who was a member of the church her name is danielle she uh hosted uh, most of our girls i think and um her relationship with her daughters, um, in a spiritual sense, wasn't great because um, one of her daughters, who lived very close to where we were staying, uh, hadn't been to church in 16 or 17 years, and um, actually very very recently, uh, she just started talking with Danielle uh, about God again. So um, that in itself was huge, but we actually uh, got her and her family to. Uh, show up on the last Sunday that we were there and come to church and worship with us, which was, um, it was great, and I know there was a few other people that came and did similar things, but, um, since it was a two-way street, we, uh, were just as much impacted as they were, so, um, there was a book that we were given at Christmas, uh, it was called Before You Go, and it was, uh, something to read, um, it was written by a man who had done a lot of mission work in the past and he um, each chapter was two or three pages and you could read it and um, kind of have something to think about and a way to prepare for the trip and one of the days was um, telling us how the mission starts even before you get on the plane and it continue, it continues well after and um, so that the, the part about it um, starting before you get on the plane, you know I focused on that more than um, the part after because we hadn't gone through the trip yet but uh, just being there and doing day-to-day activities um, singing or working or whatever it was um, it it reminded me that I can do that here too um, you know each day can be a mission uh, no matter what we're doing um, and it doesn't really matter who or where or, uh, or what but we can we can always make something an opportunity to um, reach out and to encourage people around us. So um, I'm going to let Gabe speak now, but that was um, what I gathered and what impacted me most about the trip. So thank you.
2: if there's one thing that I know when Trevor started is that he was right right off the bat you are going to hear a third thank you Um, I had been to Canada for about three hours but I don't really count that so this is the first time that I've actually been outside the country and if anything else it was a culture shock for all of us Um, Us three speaking today, this has been our first trip over there. We didn't know what to expect, honestly, or at least I know I didn't at all. But we were seeing the fruits of the labors from the previous trips as well. But I'm not able to go back and say, oh, I had seen these people before, and here they are now. We're only able to see what we saw at that present time, and what it was was amazing. It was stupendous. So they've talked about a lot of broad things about Switzerland, but I'm here to talk about a single event. Um, While we were at Switzerland, we worked a lot with the churches and we worked with a lot of people that came to us, people that uh, showed up for a church event because they were invited. But there was one event in particular that I wanted to talk about immediately when Anthony, two days ago, asked us to. And that was the opportunity that we had to volunteer. Now when I first heard that we were volunteering it's it sounds like a very just standard Christian thing to go do you go out and you find someone and you help them out. In the Swiss culture though um, in that time we actually split into groups and went out and helped people that were not part of the church. People that were not regularly attending church and Going back to that culture shock, the first thing that I remember getting there is that, oh, they don't speak English. (laughs) So I've now learned two words and one of them is actually French, mercy. But (laughs) when we were there, the hardest part that I thought would be was showing people what Christ was, I went over there and I was like, okay, how am I going to speak to people? I, I started really relying on uh, people that we knew there. Uh, as Caleb mentioned, Peter and Cornelia, where Peter was learning uh, English, but Cornelia knew it off the bat. She knew what she was talking about, and that helped a lot. Us having people that we could speak to and they translate. I think one of the coolest things was that Matt, when he was preaching, he would say a sentence and then he'd have to. Let it be translated, and you'd see like Peter going there, going confused for a moment, like, "Oh!" <laughs> so, they're they good sermons, Matt. Um, this volunteer work that we did, however, we we as in Caleb, Trevor, Matt, and I, along with Peter and Cornelia and Rudy, we went out to a family, a uh, family that their profession was working a farm. They worked the land and they did so much on that land, it was actually astonishing. Um, their names were Andreas, Sonia, Pascal, Alina, and Melanie, and they were an amazing family. I did not expect to meet a family like that. When when I heard that we were doing farm work, my parents always threatened me, hey, if you misbehave, we're gonna send you to the farms. <laughs> and they did, they sent me to another country's farm, but... <laughs> But when we got there, uh, we split off, and at the very beginning, we had no idea what we were doing. We were given clippers, we were putting, put on this big tractor motor thing, and we went over a river, and then they just, like, pointed uphill and said, go cut that stuff. Um, well, actually, I think that's what they said. They said in the Dutch, but it was during that first day um, that we started working, and we couldn't communicate how we normally do with words. And I'll say this, after I got back from Switzerland, I got a lot better at charades. But while we were there, we could only show who we were as Christians. In um, 1 Peter 4, 9-10, if you want to flip to that. 1 Peter 4, 9-10. These two verses say, Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very grace. We as Christians, time and time again, Jesus says that we are meant to serve. And when we went to volunteer in that farm, we couldn't speak to them in the normal sense. We could only show through our actions, through little smiles, and just small cues that are universal. You can tell whether you're from one country or another if someone's happy, if they're sad, if they're enjoying or they're grumbling about their work. And God says, don't show hospitality to one another without grumbling. We as Christians are supposed to have a positive attitude about things. We're supposed to be holy and set apart. So while we were there the very first day, the greatest thing that I saw is that we tried to put on Christ. We tried to simply act in a way that would give glory to God, and we knew that everything else would fall in place. By the end of the first day, this family was so taken back with who we were that they actually invited us. We were supposed to go back the next day anyways to work, but they invited us to lunch after tomorrow's work. And this in that culture is huge. They they are, uh, this is food that they had made themselves. When I say they're farmers, I mean, they They don't just grow corn or something like that. They, they take every single opportunity in their land to make something of it. They have, they cut down the grass to make hay, and they use the hay to feed the cows, and they use the cows to make cheese and milk and meat, and they do so much more than that. But they invited us not only to have lunch with them, but to share in the food that they have spent years making. I don't, let's have been, cheese that we have is five years, three, no, just, just three years. So like when I was 15 years old, that's when it started, but this food that they were giving to us, they had put their love and that was their time and we didn't recognize it at first. We us, Trevor, Caleb, and I—we thought, okay, that's that's great. We're going to lunch, but Matt took a step back and was like, "This is huge. This is a family that is not part of the church." Um, a few, uh, Sonia, the uh, the wife, she was most interested, and she, you could tell that she was eager to listen. But we were only able to be there to show them what a good Christian is. So after working the second day we were exhausted at one point I was so tired that I think Trevor noticed and I actually got a tree thrown at the back of my head after stumbling after that (laughs) but it was we were just working for them we weren't having full conversations we would take breaks and we would try to play with the kids and just show them what it was but we were there as Christians helping them helping this family complete work that would have taken them a week to do, we completed in one evening. And I think that that's the greatest thing as Christians that we can do is simply show others around us who we are as Christians. We don't have to stand on a street corner and wave a sign all day. We can simply go over to someone and just let them know in our workplace, our neighbors. If they simply see Christ through us, and I believe that that is a big achievement of itself. So at the end of it, not only was the family so gracious and happy when we were leaving, they were all smiling, saying bye, and stuff like that. And but we didn't. We thought that it was ended for us until the letter came, and Peter and Cornelia had actually talked to us and said that. The church at Tune had seen the value of the work that we had done, and they now are planning to go out there and help others that are not in the church. Um, I think Trevor had mentioned that they felt that they were islands before. But now these people in Tune are, are going to actively go out to these families, like Sonia's family, and just show them what a Christian life can be, what a Christian family can be. I think that's just beautiful. So if anyone wants to become a Christian, they want to show the love and grace of our God in their lives, we invite you to come forward as we stand and sing.